here we are ready for part four. Kind of a summary of my use. I was consuming a fifth a day of alcohol, sometimes more, morning, noon, and night. Got so bad that I was throwing up blood. And when I uh, entered treatment, as I mentioned in a previous episode, I was suffering from alcoholic gastritis, uh, which is an erosion of some of the stomach lining. And I was told that once I abstained from consuming any alcohol, that the lining would eventually heal and my liver readings would also improve, of which it both did. There were many, many creepy, sad, some funny, mostly dangerous and harmful occurrences associated with my drinking, subsequent choices to me, my family and others, all during the 18 years of, of my abusive drinking. I'm not interested in impressing people with my escapades or dangerous experiences while drinking. Let you know a bit about me, my experience, and that I am a real alcoholic, a drug user that has paid the price, the life price that affected negatively me, my family, and all of my friends and strangers. I am afflicted with the disease of alcoholism and my family and friends all were affected. Simply, I'm an expert, an expert about my disease, my thinking, and choices. I'm also an expert about my recovery, and recovery never ends. It's a lifetime experience. Sometimes I'm asked, how did I stay sober this long? One thing I can assure you of, mainly because I'm not drinking and I'm not using. That's the start. It begins there. Everything else is but a beginning and supports that. Right now, I want to borrow some text from a friend of mine. It was a poem he wrote back in 2001 titled The Effect of Grievances. His first name is Walter. And it's from a uh, CD that we produced, a spoken word CD titled Voices of Prayer. And this particular track, the last track, I want to borrow from and uh, substitute a few words that might be applicable uh, in our recovery. I've retitled this The Effect of Resentments. Holding resentments distorts vision in a way that will always obscure what is real and true. If you can picture yourself on the edge of a crystal clear mountain lake, just standing in a little cove. On a bright, still morning, it's just before the breeze and not a ripple stirs the surface of the water. Look into the lake, you see not only your reflection, but the clouds and the sky. But if you toss your resentment into the water, along with grievances, along with your pop can or fast food wrapper, the image starts to change. Yeah, there's a splash. Then the ripples begin immediately and in all directions. Some ebb out to the distance unknown. Some bounce from the shore beneath your feet and head back into the lake. They bump into other ripples, still making their way sure. And now even more ripples and waves are born. It appears that the lake begins to spring to life with the patterns we now know is familiar. 
but the unified image is coming undone. No reflection now is possible. Your resentment, your grievance, your soda pop can half submerged along with crumples of wax paper, wet and unraveling. It's easy to think it's only one resentment, one grievance, one can. It'll sink. Who cares? They'll forget it. The wrapper, eh, who cares? It said it was biodegradable. But every bit of rationalized trash, resentment, pollutes the lake, just like in life. And every grievance distorts the image. The ripples return from the distant shore. The images we knew to be so graceful is sadly no more. We probably can't clean up the lake right away. Can't clean up the residual effects of our resentment and grievances and, and be able to reacquire the stillness. But we can still decide to stop throwing stuff in with the 12 steps, the tools, and the fellowship of AA. And then follow this up. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still. Be.